Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm Jerry Ewald, Chief Marketing Officer for Restoration of America, and today we are blessed to have Macy Petty, a current NCAA scholarship volleyball player from Lee University in Tennessee. Macy is among a growing number of brave current and former women's athletes speaking out against the insanity of allowing men to compete in women's sports. Well, Macy, it's a pleasure to have you join the show today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Macy Petty. I'm an NCAA athlete at Lee University. I play volleyball here. I've loved volleyball ever since I was in elementary school. In middle school, I uh, realized that I had this goal of playing volleyball in college, hopefully for a scholarship. And I decided that that was something that I was going to work for um, as hard as I could over the next about four years through high school. And so I worked really hard. I, My parents make the joke that when I was in middle school, I would sit outside for hours trying to learn how to overhand serve, you know, or probably late elementary school. Um, and then through high school, it got really intense. That was when the recruiting process really picked up. And I would travel all over the country uh, going to these different tournaments. And I never got to go to prom, didn't get to go on a lot of family vacations. That was something that I was willing to sacrifice because of this goal. And at one of these tournaments in particular, I had to play a, against a biological male who identified as a female and was allowed to play on the female volleyball court. And this was in uh, high this school. really, this is still, in this high was school. in high school. Yeah. Yes, um, as I was getting recruited, so there was tons of college coaches there analyzing my skills, but instead watched this boy hit the ball in my face. And um, actually in volleyball, a women's net is over seven inches lower than a men's net. So it was a pretty significant difference. I did not know and that. Uh, yes, it was it was pretty humiliating, but uh, by the grace of God, I was still um, recruited to college and am now able to use this position to advocate for fairness in women's sports, which has been an amazing opportunity. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually got to speak with Speaker McCarthy about it and have testified in different state legislatures. And so just trying to be a voice from within the NCAA um, of somebody who says that sports should be separated based on sex with absolutely no, no exceptions. <laughs> Well, there, there's a lot to unpack there. So let's let's start first with uh, why Lee University. So Lee University is a Christian organization. It's a Christian school, uh, Christian founding, and I appreciate that, especially going through what I did in high school, having to play against a uh, a man on the volleyball court. They've taken some pretty significant stances, saying you know, girls sports. It's going to be for the girls. Girls' locker rooms are going to be for the girls. Um, that's something that I really admire that they protect. They protect their female athletes. They um, uh, will will go through some pretty uh, bad, you know, publicity. Everyone's saying, oh, you know, you're transphobic. No, they're just protecting their female athletes, uh, which is something that I really admire. Uh, and the core values of the school I align with. And so that was something really important to me as I was selecting my schools. It's, it's amazing that one of the criteria for selection is that they will treat women as women and men as men, and they right. stick to that. Yes. It's amazing that we've right. gotten to this right. place, that that's a criteria right now. But I don't blame you. And, and so Lee, Lee University, strong Christian university, so that's obviously very important to you as well, your faith. It is. It is. It is very important to me. It is. Um, 
It is something that inspires my beliefs. I think that, um, you know, you don't have to be a Christian to believe that men are men and women are women, but I definitely have the confidence to speak out because I know the God of the universe who can move mountains is on my side of this. And so um, it really gives me confidence going into any situation, no matter the opposition, knowing that um, I have the God of the universe on my side. Amen. Amen to that. So um, tell me, tell me a little bit more. So you're, so obviously your faith is very important to you, uh, but also sports. You talked a lot about how hard you worked, how much you sacrificed um, looking for that scholarship. How does it make you feel to see that men are starting to compete in women's sports? Oh, it's, it's absolutely sickening. In my off season, I actually get to coach girls volleyball for, you know, 13, 14 year olds. And, um, they want to play college volleyball. I look around and they all have this desire and, um, they have a similar goal that I had when I was at that age. And I see them wanting to make these sacrifices, but then I also look around and see no matter how hard they work, there's still going to be these men who are going to be trying to take their spots and, um, like I said, volleyball, they're going to be playing on a net seven and a half inches shorter than they should be as men. And you just can't compete with that in volleyball. No, no, you can't. I mean, how, so how does that, I mean, how does that make, what was that going to do for a woman's uh, self-development, self-esteem? What, what does the future look like for women that have to put up with this? Yeah, I mean, for the past 50 years, we've been saying, um, we've been fighting for equality. And now we see that that equality is kind of eroding and that once again, men are erasing women. They're taking their roster spots. They're taking these opportunities. And uh, we need more strong women who are willing to stand up and say enough is enough. This is this roster spot is reserved for a female. And we've been fighting for the past 50 years, 50 years plus to uh, maintain their right to play on an equal playing field and to have the same educational opportunities. So it really it's really a um, a total attack on being a woman. It's not just an attack on sports, but who we are and what makes us different. And that that is beautiful. That's not something that um, should ever be weaponized or anything like that. Well, you know, this, this is erasing, like you said, 50 years of progress. Uh, this is the point of Title IX, is, is it not? That, that women have their own spot in sports in college and, and it feels like that's all being Absolutely. erased right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, and you mentioned how the, the net is lowered in volleyball, in women's uh, volleyball. So you're allowing now a male, a biological male, to compete in that sport. And there's no question that a man has a di you know, the biological difference between a man and a woman, especially when it comes to sports. Is, is massive. There's no denying that, right? So it's it just, right. it almost looks like uh, we're, not only are we erasing what Title IX was supposed to do for, for women and women's rights, but we're also seeing maybe a message being sent out like, hey, it's okay to cheat. I, I don't understand how yeah. people, you know, if, if I'm a biological male and I want to participate in a women's sport, I mean, I would say most people would go, no way, that's not fair. I don't want to compete at that level. It's, it's so you're sending oh a message goodness. that life's not fair. Right, right. And those seven inches in the volleyball net height has nothing to do with identity or any kind of um, anything to do with personality or feelings. It's it's done because our sports reflect our biology and our bio biology says we're different. We're created different. We have different muscle mass. We have different ability to jump. We're different heights. All of these things that are major components 
Um, so our sports reflect that and give women an opportunity to compete fairly, but men say, no, you don't, you don't get the opportunity to compete fairly because I want, because I don't say so. I say that I get to play on a net seven inches shorter. So, so Macy, it sounds like you're following the science when it comes to this. You, you might be able to say that. Yep. <laughs> We're allowed to say it in this instant. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's yep. <laughs> insane, but, um, I, I could tell you're a fierce competitor. And so you've been, you've been doing a lot. You haven't been quiet about this. Uh, in fact, you also are an ambassador for young women of America. Tell me a little bit about that organization. Yes. They have given me uh, just such an, a strong voice in this, which I so appreciate. Back when that happened, I was in high school, so it was about four or five years ago. And um, I, I didn't even think anything of it. I thought, this is obviously cheating. Somebody's going to say something. No way this is ever going to happen again, right? And then I was asked to testify for, my, for the first time in South Carolina, where I'm from. And I kind of paused on the phone. I was like, you need me to testify on what? This is even being heard right now? And so I did it and then it didn't pass. And it was like, wow, this is ridiculous. Like this is common sense. And that kind of inspired me to keep speaking about it. And Young Women for America stepped in, has given me so many incredible opportunities to use my voice and um, be somebody, like I said, a female athlete who is in the NCAA right now and having to face these problems on the day to day. Um, we're the people that these insane policies are affecting. And so I'm very thankful that they have been able to amplify my voice and make sure that my story is heard by the people who need to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. It's great to hear that. And when you talk about those that need to hear it, you you mentioned that you spoke to uh, Speaker McCarthy ab about this very subject. How did that yes. discussion go? It was great. I was met with so much support um, and compassion. I have seen that there are a lot of conservatives who are willing to stand up for female athletes. A lot of people um, would like to pretend they're advocating for a few, but really they are pushing down 50% of the population. Um, so it is very encouraging to see that there are people both in state legislatures and in the federal government who are willing to hear us and speak up for us. So it was very encouraging. It was encouraging. So do you do you feel there was any outcome or things that there's going to be worked on to, to fix this issue? I hope so. So that day, uh, Representative Stubbe from Florida actually proposed the, um, oh, I forget what it's called. It was a Protection for Women in Sports Act, and it would, it would you know, say the obvious, say what we've been saying for a while, but obviously mm. needs some kind of clarification that sports are separated by sex period. That's it. Um, so I'm really optimistic. I'm hoping that it will gain a lot of support and um, that there will be a lot of people willing to stand up for us. I know that I am backed by truth and that gives me so much confidence. The left is organized and they are passionate, but um, we have truth on our side. So I we will ultimately prevail. And I am very confident in that. The battles are very hard. The battles are very hard. I have never testified spoken at a rally, done anything like that where there has not been strong opposition present. But um, I mean, fostering this confusion, it will not breed a flourishing society. It only brings more confusion. And that is not something people can build off and people are realizing that. And so being able to stand firm in truth is something that um, you can't mimic. And it is definitely, it is definitely a winning issue. Is the uh, so when you're out there speaking, is the opposition growing? Is it getting better? Are people starting to back down, or what? What's the feel out there? 
Uh, they're definitely getting louder. I think that if anything, they're probably a little bit threatened as more people are standing up to the issue and they realize um, that, you know, logic is not on their side. But I would say the biggest thing they do is try and silence. Nobody's wanting to have a conversation about this. Nobody's wanting to talk about truth or facts or anything like that. All they try to do is go out there and scream and yell so nobody hears what we actually have to say because um, they they can't meet it with any kind of logical argument. So the, the most effective thing they can do is make sure that logic and reason are not spoken. Yeah. Well, I, I love how you pointed out that that we have truth on our side. We have God on our side, right? This is this. Absolutely. Your faith is so important to you, and it's giving you that power and that strength to keep going and persevering through. No matter you know whatever mudslinging is being thrown at you, you keep going. Right. And that's a testament to your strong faith. How how can people support you in what you're doing? Uh, I think the more people can speak up and testify in state legislatures and things like that, um, the better. It is so important. States have got to pass these state women's sports laws. And that's not going to happen unless they have people putting pressure on their elected representatives and telling them that this needs to happen. Girls are getting hurt. You see things like in North Carolina. That's actually I played for a North Carolina club when I had to play against um, a boy on the volleyball court and they refused to pass the girls sports bill. And then uh, just a, like a month or two ago, girl had severe and head, head and neck injuries in volleyball because she had to play against a boy. So girls are getting hurt. This is, this is not something that we can sit on our hands and wait for somebody else to speak up. We need to put pressure on our legislatures and get them to pass these bills. God bless you and uh, keep, keep going. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right. All caps, one word to 30161.